This is the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames. Brought to you by Special Needs Family Hour, Inc. For the next hour, we'll be discussing the particular challenges and real-life solutions for families with special needs. If you found us, please know that you are not alone. To find out more, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here is your host, Julie Ames, on AM860, The Answer. Thanks for listening today to the Special Needs Family Hour. I'm Julie Ames on AM 860, The Answer. Our show is dedicated to helping those parents and caregivers who are caring for special people. The theme of the show is the essay, Welcome to Holland, by Emily Pearl Kingsley. Kingsley describes the experience of raising a child with a disability. It's like planning a fabulous vacation trip to Italy, only to realize that your plane has landed in Holland. Holland isn't a bad place, it's just a different place. So you must go out, buy a new guidebook, Learn a whole new language and meet a whole new group of people you would never have met. Holland is a code word for living life with those with disabilities. My hope and prayer is that the challenges we all face in Holland will make us better people. It has been an interesting time in Holland for us. Our oldest two daughters, Marie and Christina, are on the autism spectrum and have intellectual disabilities. Our youngest daughter, Anna, is a college student. It is important for all of us to have friends. However, friends are harder to come by when one has intellectual and developmental disabilities. I am so thankful for the various organizations that have added meaning to the lives of our girls. Special Olympics, Buddy Baseball, and Top Soccer have provided the girls an opportunity to exercise, compete, and have friends. Another organization, Young Life Capernaum, has given the girls a chance to develop friendships and build self-esteem through club, camp, and other exciting activities. Today, we have a great show with another amazing organization. Our guests are with Best Buddies Florida. Best Buddies is celebrating 30 years of inclusion for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Best Buddies is a nonprofit organization that has established a global volunteer movement that creates opportunities for one-to-one friendships, integrated employment, leadership development, and inclusive living for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Our guests are with Best Buddies Florida. I am here with Jacqueline Clark, Christy Mazio, and Kelly Howard. Hi, please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you became involved with Best Buddies. Who would like to start? I'll start. Um, yes. I'm Jacqueline Clark. I'm the area director for Best Buddies Tampa office. Um, I oversee the fundraising and operational structure of the office here in Tampa. I've been with Best Buddies for four years now. I started in college actually as a music education major, and I worked in an inclusive classroom with students with Down syndrome and on the autism spectrum, and I absolutely loved it. So when I decided I wanted to take a break before my master's degree, I decided to start working for Best Buddies, and I haven't left since. Oh so it's been four years. Wonderful. Yeah. 
Hi, I'm Kelly Howard. I am the Global Ambassador. I've been involved for 13 years, and I got started with the University of South Florida, and as well, I've been involved ever since, and been very dedicated and uh, on a lot of leadership pillars, and happy to be here. Awesome. Hi, I'm Christy Muzio. I'm the Development Coordinator for Best Buddies. I am Jacqueline's right-hand lady. Um, we actually met because we were singing together at Opera Tampa, and at the time I was um, kind of looking for a change. I grew up and had a friend with Down syndrome, and I would notice that as we walked around, people would avert their eyes and you know, not say hello. And I think the, the purpose was to not stare. Um, but it really created this feeling that um, my friend was very isolated. And so when Jacqueline had told me about Best Buddies and the mission, I thought this is perfect for me, um, a good opportunity to make a difference and work uh, with a community that really is one of the best, most uh, wonderful groups to uh, have in my life. Well, it's such a positive group. Absolutely. I mean, when I think of best buddies, I just think of smiles. I think of happy people. I think of people feeling good about themselves because they're giving to others. Yes, absolutely. So what the thing that amazed me as I was researching for the show, you know, Best Buddies, one of those things that it's everywhere. And even if you don't quite know what it is, you're familiar with it. Maybe you've seen the logo, the T-shirt. And they have an amazing place to shop, too, (laughs) with everything Best Buddies. But um, as I researched it, I was just amazed at how big it was and how global. And I guess you're in Qatar now, but we'll talk about all that later. But why don't you tell them, I guess, Jacqueline, maybe a little bit about the history of how it all got started. So um, Best Buddies was founded by Anthony Kennedy. Um, His mother actually uh, founded the Special Olympics and his father founded the Peace Corps. So he comes from a long line of Kennedys and drivers that have done good for this world. Um, He grew up with an aunt named uh, Rosemary Kennedy Shriver. And she actually had, in modern terms, what we would call high-functioning autism spectrum. And at the time, the procedure that was popular was actually performing a lobotomy to try to um, enhance the quality of their lives. So um, they went through with the lobotomy and it ended up not going as well as they had hoped. And she was actually more disabled um, from the procedure than to begin with. And at that point, they had actually put her into a group home to care for her. So Anthony grew up seeing his aunt and kind of this vibrant young woman who then had this procedure and her quality of life diminished. And when he was in college at Georgetown, he felt like, you know, people with disabilities, they weren't being included in society, they were lacking friendships and just that general, you know, feeling of having a friend to talk to and ask them how their day is or what their goals and dreams are and really having them be part of their community. So he started Best Buddies in 1989 in his college dorm room um, and they started to pair people one-to-one in a friendship um, with a peer that does not have a disability and a peer that does have a disability. And so that was the birth of Best Buddies and there is other programs now that have started from that, but it started on the basis of friendship and including others in your community. Well, that's exciting. I think that's wonderful that it started in his dorm because Special Olympics, a lot of people don't know this, started, she started having, Yudhishthira uh, started having the games at her house. Yep. <laughs> so those people that don't think, I don't, I can't do it, yeah. you can. Yeah. But all you have to do is have an idea and some passion behind it and you can make it happen. Yes. Well, as I was reading about your, what they call the 
four pillars. Yes. It's, um, maybe you want to explain that? Yeah, absolutely. Or do you want to go a little bit more in the history? Because I'm amazed. I think I read that you you help over 200 million people. 200 million people? So there's over 200 million people that are diagnosed with an intellectual or developmental disability worldwide. We impact um, over 1.5 million people. We're in 54 countries and all 50 states we have programs functioning. Um, I think 25 of the states actually have offices. So Florida is actually one of the largest states. We have seven offices here in Florida and the second largest is California. So we have programs everywhere across the country and then in 54 countries as well. All right. Now, your one-to-one friendship, that's like the first pillar of Best Buddies. And explain how to get involved with that. Yeah. So if someone's listening to this, let's say they're not even from Tampa and they're listening to this, how do they get involved and what does it entail? Yeah, absolutely. So our one-to-one friendship program functions inside of the school system. So here in Tampa, we serve elementary through college. And then we also have an adult program that we we call Citizens. And that is for post-college through gray. So we don't have an age limit. You can be as old as you'd like to be and participate. So in the school systems, they would have a club that functions inside of the school and they would go to club recruitment which I'm sure Kelly can talk a little bit about she's a recruitment chair for the USF chapter Yes. and um, at the club they sign up to kind of get notified and we do an online application where they fill out their interests so they say you know I like to listen to music or I know Kelly and I are big foodies so we'd probably put that on there we like to eat and go out to different (laughs) places and try new food Um, so they put all of that onto their application and then the leadership inside of the chapter compares the applications and their interests, and then they will pair the individuals into a one-to-one friendship based off of similar interests. So that is what kind of Kelly does at the USF chapter recruiting. And um, so, Kelly, why don't you talk to us a little bit more about the School of Friendship program? So we meet up twice a month on and off campus, and a lot of reasons why we meet on campus is a lot of our buddies don't drive, so it makes it a lot easier to navigate at the school and we do all kind of activities we actually have our match party coming up next week and we find out who our buddies are and it's a really exciting time and we're really excited for it and it's also space theme so get to dress up a little bit as well okay which is appropriate it's Mm going to be october Mm -hmm. so all right so it's a themed party kind yes. of. Yes. We always love a good theme. Yeah. So yeah, so if you even aren't in Tampa, the best way to kind of get involved in the program is to reach out to the local office or reach out to the expansion team if there's not an office in your state and they will help you to create a program. They typically send out a program manager or a staff member from Best Buddies to talk to the school administration to oh. get the club started and then from there we identify volunteers because part of our mission is creating a volunteer right. movement. So those volunteers start the chapter, serve in leadership roles and really start to make those one-to-one friendships in the school system. Okay, so you don't just smell out a packet and this is how to start your Right. <laughs> right. Yes, well, I was noticing that you have it at elementary school level. I just didn't realize that it was elementary, middle school. And you, I was actually reading, I'm amazed at how many schools you're in yeah. across the country. Yeah. And at high school, you're at USF, you're at University of Tampa. So if you're listening there and you're just you're a college student, you yeah. can get involved. Or yeah. you can start your own group if they're not at your school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Part of our volunteer movement is encouraging them to take leadership in their community and create these chapters. And so we always encourage everyone to reach out. And if you don't have a chapter at your school or in your community or at your workplace and you'd like one, we are more than happy to expand our mission and help impact more people. Wow. Well, why don't we take a break there and we'll continue our conversation on the other side. I'm Julie Ames and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860 The Answer. Our guests are Jacqueline Clark, Area Director, Christy Mozzi, Developmental Coordinator, and Kelly Howard, Global Ambassador with Best Buddies Florida. We are discussing the various inclusion programs for those with developmental and intellectual disabilities. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. Our guests are Jacqueline Clark, Area Director, Christy Motzi, Developmental Coordinator, and Kelly Howard, Global Ambassador with Best Buddies Florida. We are discussing the various inclusion programs for those with developmental and intellectual disabilities. Now, Kelly, I the second pillar, we were just talking about the first pillar, which is the friend, one-to-one friendships. Mm-hmm. Our next is leadership development. Now, I want to tell the audience a little bit about you. Not only are you a global ambassador, and with this organization, that takes on a big, a big uh, <laughs> right. we're talking many countries. You're also on the Tampa, you're a Tampa advisory member. And you're a buddy director and recruit and recruitment care for USF. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about leadership development. For leadership development, you have to have good people skills and be on time and know your know your mission. And what I do is I go around within the community and tell people about our mission and get all of our buddies involved. And I actually allowed our buddies to make business cards now, so now they're packing out their business cards and being more um, networking and things like that, and they learn that through me, by me packing out my business cards. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, I guess nowadays everything is networking and mm -hmm. social media. And I've gotten a buddy director uh, before when I didn't even know about the mission and now that I love the mission I love being part of the buddy director and what we do we help out the president our chapter president whatever they need help with like this week we did a full on fundraiser and that was pretty good like last minute stuff and just knowing how to delegate everything is what I do Okay, so for instance, the um, party you were talking about right. that's coming up, you're helping coordinate, organize, making sure that happens yeah. at USF. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Now, the as a global, so how did you end up being a global ambassador? First of all, 13 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. I guess you volunteer? Um, or you I got involved? I got involved at an... Um, a whole site at USF called Stages. Yes, yeah, okay. We've and, had stages on the program. Oh, cool. And they taught me about best buddies. Okay. And ever since then, I got involved with them, and I just love the mission. And then I went to conference. We have a leadership conference in Indiana, Bloomington, every year. And I went to the 2014 one, and I spoke at our ending ceremony. 
and only five people. This is an international conference. Five people, okay. two from Florida. I was one of the two from Florida who got picked. And ever since then, I've been speaking at different um, best buddy events, and it made me a global ambassador back in 2014. And Kelly, can you just tell us approximately how many people you gave a speech in front of? Yeah. I don't know the number because it's also online and can watch it live. But we're not talking 10 or 20 yeah. or 50. A spoon of people. Thousands. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so, oh my goodness. So this is Christy that's talking right now. Um, yeah. So you couldn't have stage fright. Well, the first time I actually did when you couldn't tell, I was so excited. <laughs> yes, but you always seem excited. Oh, I yeah. mean, since you walked in this morning, you've had a smile on your face. Well, I guess everyone's been smiling, but you definitely are just beaming here. Um, so you did the Global Ambassador, but then somehow you became part of the Tampa, ad- you became a Tampa Advisory member. Yeah, I was so involved in my chapter and in the community. Lovely Jacqueline asked me to be on the board, and it's been really fun to actually have a purpose in the morning to wake up early <laughs> to do what I love and help out within the community. I was on the walk there and the gala committee my past year, and I'm on the walk committee this year as well. So, so it's probably been interesting seeing it from the business side yes. of how things happen too, and being at those meetings. And I also was a paid intern for Best Buddies International, so that was another cool aspect of leadership role. So, where did you work for that? Social media, my specialty. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. I could use some help. Kelly is a social media yeah. guru. Okay, so you were social media international intern. Yeah, and I got to do it from the comfort of my home. <laughs> yeah, she got the ideal job, a work from home mm-hmm. on social media marketing, which she's super skilled at. And she was able to do it for our new website that puts out volunteer materials and resources for the global volunteer movement. And so she was working on that site specifically, doing all of the social media uh, for that. So it was really cool to watch her flourish in that role. And that's just the, the goal of the leadership pillar within Best Buddies. We are training both individuals with and without disabilities to kind of step into a leadership role and own that. And, you know, how do you manage other people's and have difficult conversations? How do you, you know, empower and inspire a movement and get them behind it and understanding the importance of advocating for the empowerment and equity of people with disabilities? And, you know, how do you run a chapter meeting? How do you plan an event? You know, all of those kinds of hard and soft skills that you see in the business world is what we're working on with both students with and without disabilities through that program. That's wonderful because when you when you're talking about leadership development, for instance, I before I do the radio show, I joined Toastmasters. Oh, cool! And I mean, those type of things help. Uh, a woman I just recently had on the radio station, she had joined Toastmasters before promoting a book. But here's an organization yeah. that regular your um, have developmental disabilities, whatever your capacity is, there's a need, there's a position, and it doesn't, it sounds like you let people grow at their own pace. Is that true? Yeah, I come a long way, believe it or not, I used to be pretty shy growing up with 
not knowing how to like talk to people in the store or buy right. my own product. I would always have to ask my mom for help. Not anymore. I talk to anyone and everyone, <laughs> and I'm pretty good at navigating on my own now. So Best Buddies has helped me tremendously. All right, so you're saying before Best Buddies you were shy. Yeah, believe it or not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right, that is very hard to believe that you were ever shy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. So what what is another pillar of Best Buddies, yeah. or is there... Another pillar of Best Buddies would be the jobs program, which is brand new to Tampa, which we're really excited about. We officially launched (laughs) it last month. Um, It works on competitive and integrated employment for individuals with disabilities. So we really focus on the individual. Um, For example, with Kelly, when we hired her on for Best Buddies as the intern, um, we asked her, you know, what are your strengths? What are the things that you want to do? What makes you excited? And of course, Kelly said social media. If you look at all of her her pages they're just filled with posts and great content and so when we knew that kelly wanted to work and we knew that that's where she wanted to be plugged in we created that opportunity for her and that's what the jobs program does we work with employers throughout the community that believe in hiring diversely and empowering others through that and then we work with a participant with a disability and we ask them hey what are your goals and your dreams what do you want to do what are your strengths and then we kind of find the perfect match for them for what they're looking to do when we help them get employed. Mike, now, can you tell the audience a little bit about the statistics related to those with disabilities and getting employment? Absolutely. So 81% of individuals with developmental disabilities are currently unemployed, um, which is a staggering statistic in comparison to what our current national unemployment rate is. And so we are working to help them get hired and be able to find competitive employment. And by competitive employment, we mean that if we're able to find them a job that's going to offer them the same opportunities that we have without having a disability of having health care and, you know, having, you know, paid time off and having, you know, above minimum wages, then that is what we aim to do with our program. So we currently brag because we have a participant out in Broward that we're so excited. He knows he's so smart. He's on the autism spectrum and he makes $51,000 a year in his job with full benefits. He is a talent sourcer for a tech company. Way beyond my realm of things I can do, because I don't understand a lick about coding for websites, but he is so strong and adept at it. So really, it's, you know, whatever their goals and dreams are. And, you know, if a participant came to us and said, my goal is to be a a bagger at Publix, then by all means, we're going to be in Publix talking to a manager, seeing what we can do to help make that come to fruition. Yes. Now, I you have a page on your website that I think is really interesting because it breaks down what type of jobs people are are in, and they go through like the seven most common jobs. And I'm just going to go through this. So, if there are employers out there that yeah. want to contact you, but um, material handlings and mail distribution, five percent of the people with development disabilities are employed in that capacity. Building, 30% building and grounds cleaning or maintenance, 10% assembly, manufacturing, or packaging, 16% retail jobs such as sales, clerk, or stock person, 
and 13% as far as other, and 21% food preparation and service. So if anyone's out there listening, they should contact you. You can go ahead and give them your information. Yeah, absolutely. So the easiest way to get a hold of us is to email tampabay at bestbuddies.org, or you can call 813-254-9025, and the staff is willing to help out with that. And like we said, with the jobs program, we really try to custom build these as well. So with employers that maybe they just don't know what the needs are, that they but they are interested in hiring diversely, we actually bring staff in and we do a worksite analysis to figure out, you know, what are some of the needs that, you know, maybe it's copying things and flying them and sorting them or whatever your needs are inside of your office. We do an analysis of that and we help find an, a participant that wants to be employed that we think can fit that need. So there's tons of opportunities there for us to be creative and find ways for you to hire diversely. And something I want to add. um, Yes, Christy. What is amazing about our program as well is that it's not just like a set it and forget it type of thing where, you know, you hire and then we say, okay, bye. Um, We have an employment consultant that um, is with the participant for the life of the employment. Sorry, for the life of the employment. So if they... um, They train with them at the beginning of the employment and then say three years down the road, there's a management change or some kind of adjustment that needs um, further coaching. Our employment consultant will come back in and coach the participant. So we really provide not only the job, but we provide the support so that that doesn't place, you know, a burden on the employer to have to provide that kind of support or try to figure out where they can get those resources. We provide those resources. That is so see, that's amazing to me that you do that because you're doing that for the life of the job, the life of their employment with that company, which is so important because um, for those that haven't hired someone with developmental disabilities, they may not realize the unique abilities. For instance, you love getting up first thing in the morning and I bet you never miss a day of anything that you do, Kelly. Right. Nope. (laughs) Yes. And um, my kids are the same way. But yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. But on your website, you go through this for those that want to employ the employers, the job seekers, what what, um, cities have it. And what countries? Yeah. (laughs) And this is just a new program. Yes. This is brand new to Tampa. It's been around for a while in the Miami market. They're very well established. But we are expanding at a rapid rate across the country. I think this is a very popular discussion. Everybody is talking about diversity and inclusion. You hear it as a hot button all throughout business now is what are we doing to be diverse and inclusive in our community? And so we just fit right into that of, you know, services that we're providing and programs that we're providing to help you create a more inclusive work culture and community in general. Yes. And it's interesting. um, We were having this conversation back. Lots of times people are talking about inclusion and diversity, but they're forgetting the special needs community as we discuss that. Yes. So absolutely. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's take a break there. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860. The answer, our guests are Jacqueline Clark, Area Director, Chrissy Motzi, Developmental Coordinator, and Kelly Howard, Global Ambassador with Best Buddies Florida. We're discussing the various inclusion programs for those with developmental and intellectual disabilities. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. Our guests are Jacqueline Clark, Area Director, Christy Motzi, Developmental Coordinator, and Kelly Howard, Global Ambassador with Best Buddies Flora. We are discussing the various inclusion programs for those with developmental and intellectual disabilities. Now, we've discussed several programs already, and you have a new pilot program. This would be considered your fourth pillar for Best Buddies. Can you explain the new pilot program? Yeah, absolutely. So the new pilot program, we call Inclusive Living, and this is piloting right now at UCLA. And the purpose of this, we kind of call it Adulting 101. It's that um, transition period um, that young adults go through where you're trying to learn to live independently and, you know, remember to pay your bills and how to budget and how to make friends as an adult, which a lot of us know would be a lot more difficult. Um, And that's kind of an issue that whether you have a disability or you do not, everyone goes through that transition in life. And so inclusive living is a program where um, we have a developer that's purchased a home we have um, in living in it three participants with disabilities, three participants without disabilities, and they work together to you know help each other achieve their goals, whether that's employment or education. Um, they do social activities together. They're a support system for each other, and it's basically um, like the culmination of all our pillars put together. It's friendship, it's employment, it's leadership, and it's um, basically where um, everyone can come together in one location and support each other and grow together and just learn how to live your best life, basically. I like that model, too, the inclusion. And there's been a lot about inclusion and inclusion living. And um, I've actually been reading about a whole development, which will include those with special needs, those without actually purchasing homes. Yeah. So this I like because it's right outside of UCLA Mm -hmm. College. Yeah, correct. And um, it sounds like an amazing place. Yeah, that they've been able to create for the kids. And I would think there's a lot of competition to get into this home because the way they described it, it sounds, (laughs) who wouldn't want to live there? Exactly. Well, I've seen the videos of the home and I want to live there. (laughs) I know. I saw pictures on the website. I was like, I'll offer his tribute. (laughs) Let me go be a resident advisor. (laughs) I know that would be the, the best RA job ever. Yeah. So a big thing, and as I was going through the website is, and who pays for all this, especially when you realize how large your organization is yeah. and all that you're 
all you're doing, all you've done, and all that you're hoping to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. So we fundraise for our operational budget. We do that through individual donors who are so generous in giving their time and their resources to us. And we also do that through two special events that we host throughout the year. We call them our signature events. One is our friendship walk. It's the largest event that we have. It's community focused. Um, This year we had over 1,400 walkers with us. Um, It's basically a big celebration. You go out and you recruit your teams to walk for inclusion and you support and uplift each other throughout that process and the funds go and help support all of the programs we've talked about previously. So that happens every spring and then in the fall we have our gala which we call the champion of the year gala. It's a really fun opportunity for us to nominate individuals in our community that we think are the best pioneers and champions of inclusion and diversity that's out there. They get nominated and if they accept it they compete in an eight-week philanthropic competition that leads up to the gala. So they're actually you know selling tables and getting auction items and peer-to-peer fundraising um, all with their mission partners. So Kelly's actually serving as a mission partner as well this year. Okay. And then on the night of the gala it all culminates in an awards gala. So it's a live competition at the event. So anytime their guests uh, contribute by um, buying a silent auction item or giving during the live appeal or live auction to purchase an item, all of that credits their champion. So it's a really fun competition. And then we, at the end of the night, tally who raised the most funds throughout the competition of the eight weeks and including the night at the gala. And we crown the grand champion. So that's our gala. Yeah, it's a super fun model. Um, Ours is actually coming up next month, but it happens every fall for us. Okay. I lived somewhere where they used to have that type of model for mayor. Really? Yes, mayor of the city. (laughs) How fun. But that's, I've never heard of it in this situation. That's very... um, it's a really great way to, you know, get volunteers engaged. And there are certainly so many volunteer opportunities just from the two signature events we have. We're always looking for volunteers who can give their time and resources for the committees throughout the year to help plan these events um, or even work on the programmatic events that we do that help with our leadership pillars and our jobs pillars and our friendship pillars as well. So there's tons of opportunities to get involved throughout the year. Yes, and then I was also noticing on the website you have some very high-profile events that anyone can be involved in, and every year I'm sure it changes a little bit but yeah. can you tell them a l- some of it? Yeah so Best Buddies International actually hosts three challenges throughout the year. They have one in Hyannisport, one in Hearst Castle and then one in Miami. So uh, Hyannisport is every spring um, that is Tom Brady is a big ambassador for Best Buddies so the Patriots are there so if you're a Patriots fan you'd probably really love this event but everybody pledges to cycle so there's a cycling competition and challenge beforehand and then they wrap it up actually at the Kennedy compound Um, last year I think they even had flag football with the Patriots and you got to play with some of the players so it was a really cool event Um, so you can always learn more by searching on our website and looking at the challenges that are there Uh, Hearst Castle I think Kelly's actually been to before but it pulls a lot of celebrity talent including like Guy Fieri and the boy 
the Beach Boys <laughs> and all different, you know, California talent. Um, so yes. Kelly's spoken out there before, and Went that happens. Three and well, yeah, Come that on. happens every fall, and then the Miami Gala and Challenge happens every fall as well, typically around November. Okay, and these are all bicycling events too. Yes. So okay. there's a cycling challenge part to it that you can choose to participate in and then there are just all different fun VIP and fun events afterwards that you can you know participate and contribute. Well, I was looking to. at the pictures. I mean, I even saw one with Cindy Crawford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Savannah Guthrie is an ambassador from New York. So it's just all different and they have all of the global ambassadors listed on the site so you can see all different fun celebrity talent that becomes involved. Rebecca Black was there at the mm-hmm. Leadership conference. And Maria M- Muno. Yeah. There at one of them. Yes. Yeah, so there's always different uh, celebrities that are, you know, right in line with the mission of including people with disabilities. And, you know, they're there to help advocate and use their platforms, which is awesome. Okay. I will admit, when I was looking at the pictures, I think it was the beginning of the race because everyone had the. <laughs> <laughs> everyone had the really nice bikes. I mean, they looked yeah. all like professional bikers. Yeah. We don't do after pictures here. <laughs> Some people might not like that. <laughs> no, I was looking at them like, oh my gosh. Anyway, I don't know that my bike would fit in. <laughs> it's okay. It's inclusive. So, you know, everybody can come with all different kinds of bikes. And all abilities. Yes. yes. All but abilities. anyway, the race. So everyone is invited. It was just funny because I'm looking at the beginning of the race and it was it was all the guys out front. Oh, yeah. Nice. Competitive. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. So. And that's the fun part, too, about their challenges is that they really try to pair everybody with a participant that has a disability that's willing to cycle with them. Yes. So they get to actually do the ride along with one of their friends, which is super awesome. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Well, let's take a break. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860 The Answer. Our guests are Jacqueline Clark, Area Director, Christy Mazzio, Developmental Coordinator, and Kelly Howard, Global Ambassador with Best Buddies Florida. We are discussing the various programs for those with developmental and intellectual disabilities. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Our guests are Jacqueline Clark, Area Director, Christy Mazzio, Developmental Coordinator, and Kelly Howard, Global Ambassador with Best Buddies Florida. We are discussing the various inclusion programs for those with developmental and intellectual disabilities. Now, you guys have a sec a section on your website called Why We Matter. And that was, is very impressive. Can you tell our listeners why you matter? And I think when you hear this, you'll understand why you should get involved too. Absolutely. So, And this is Christy talking. Christy, hi. (laughs) So absolutely. We make a huge global impact. And just to give you... um, 
kind of a snapshot of that. We have 125,150 total participants, and that is in 50 states, 53 countries, on six continents. We have 12,744 middle schoolers who've made friends, 63,971 high schoolers who've made friends, and 29,796 college students who have made friends. 1,369 people are employed. And we have 781 ambassadors going out in the community talking about Best Buddies and uh, inclusion. And something that I found was really excellent when I um, first heard about Best Buddies is um, the vision statement, which is to put Best Buddies out of business. And it seems kind of counterintuitive to hear, you know, someone say, oh, we want to go out of business. But the idea is um, we want a world where people with IDD are so successfully integrated into schools and workplaces and communities that our services and efforts are unnecessary, that people will just become friends without having programs or will hire diversely just because it's the right thing to do and the person is a good candidate. And, you know, that's just a priority for everyone. So I thought that was really great um, that that's that's Best Buddies goal is we want to go out of business. Yes. And one of the things you said that we were talking um, about, one of the things that impressed you when you first joined the organization was the amount of funds raised that go into supporting the organization. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, when we raise the funds, 83% of what of every dollar, so 83 cents, is going directly back into our programs. We only have about 12% of our income going towards fundraising expenses and 5% towards administrative costs. So everything is going back to you know elevate and improve our programmatic efforts and everything that we're able to provide for our community. Yes, and one of the things that I noticed on your website, if someone's listening and they think, well, I don't have time to volunteer, there are e-buddies. Yes. <laughs> and let's say you used to be involved, you actually have an alumni network of over 400,000 people. Yeah. And if you're out there and you want to get in touch with your old buddy, yep. you can network with them. So I'm looking at this, and this organization is celebrating 30 years, yeah. and the fact that you even have an alumni group yes, that you can go with is amazing. Yes. Was there anything else that you wanted to add? I just want to say, um, Julie, that I yes, always feel like we have the best job in the world because um, when people ask what I do, I give them the short answer, which is help people make friends and get great jobs and live their best lives. Um, and so we're really lucky to be able to do that. And also, I feel like I'm really lucky to have been able to meet so many amazing participants uh, like Kelly. for one and so many others um, who really have so many amazing skills are so funny Kelly is hilarious (laughs) (laughs) she had me cracking up on the drive over here Um, 
And just to be able to really do something good for the world, it's a great feeling. And I think it shows um, in the world that that I live in, at least, that um, good things are happening. Yes. And what's interesting is nobody's involved with best buddies that doesn't want to be involved with best buddies. And what I think is neat is that both of you are opera singers and you still work at your craft. Yeah. And yet, I don't think this job is a drain on what you're doing. No, if anything, it gives me more energy. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, you're so impacted by the individuals that you meet. They really, I mean, touch you to the point where you just think, oh, gosh, like I could never imagine not working for Best Buddies or leaving yes. it because you feel good every day when you're going home because you know you're changing the world to be a better place. And you know that you're doing it along some of your best friends that are going to smile and laugh and cry and do everything with you along the ride. And I think that for me is just really important to feel that community. If there's anyone out there that wants to do that, tell them how to get in contact with you. And thank you guys for so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Easiest way to reach us is by emailing tampabay at bestbuddies.org or calling 813-254-9025. Awesome. Thank you again. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. Don't forget to like the Special Needs Family Hour Facebook page and to sign up for our newsletter. Please join us next Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock. Thank you for listening to the Special Needs Family Hour. If you've missed any part of today's program, you can get the podcast of this and every show at specialneedsfamilyhour.com. While there, please take advantage of the resources we've made available. And if you're so inclined, please support the advertisers that support this program. Special Needs Family Hour, Inc. is a nonprofit 501c3 organization. More than anything, just know that you are not alone. And we invite you to join us next Sunday at 1, only on AM 860. The Answer. The Answer.